0: Welcome to the Food, Peace, Please podcast, co-hosted by Serena Marie, RD, creator of Food Freedom Fit Fam, and Susan Ports RD, creator of Ad Quality Academy. Our joint mission is to empower women to embrace food freedom. We want women to realize that there's more to life than changing your body and counting your calories, macros, or points. While we are medical professionals, this podcast is informational only and not meant as a substitute for individual medical advice. Now let's get this party started. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Food Peace Please podcast. Serena and I are here today, and we are gonna chat about what it means to respect your body. But before we get started, we always like to share what's new. So, Serena, what's new?
1: Uh, so, today I am going um wedding cake tasting. So I'm gonna be eating lots of cake tonight. I'm excited. The lady asked me what flavors I wanted to try. I was like, anything chocolate, all variations chocolate. So I'll have to report back and let you know what we liked. What's oh God, yum.
0: Uh, that <laughs> sounds
1: so good. Like,
0: yeah, please report back on what you like. Do you think you're going to get multiple flavors?
1: I think so because like I feel like I definitely want something chocolatey, but I think Anthony won't want something chocolatey. Um, so I think we're going to do multiple flavors, but I don't know. <laughs> I have to learn more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so exciting. That's so exciting. I can't wait to
0: hear what you guys pick.
1: Yay. Yeah, I can't wait to. How about you, Susan? What's new with you? Well,
0: so we, at the time of recording this, we are going to Washington, D.C. this weekend just for a night. We're going to leave Saturday morning. We got our friend to watch, Willa, uh, of course. Um, but we're just gonna go. I have like a few things on the list, but we're kind of just like winging it a little bit, see what we can see in like a short period of time.
1: It's like so walkable there. I feel like you're gonna be able to see a lot. Um, and the food is so good. Like, Washington has really good food. Um, I feel like I haven't been in so long, I can't even really give you like any like specific recommendations. Like, but I remember loving it there. I just remember like everything was walkable and the food was really, really yummy. You're gonna have so much fun. Yeah. I'm super excited. It's I'm looking forward to be able to just like walk and
0: explore and like see all of like the historic landmarks and all this stuff that like we, neither of us have been before. So it's going to be like such an experience. And I've heard that seeing the monuments at night mm-hmm. is super cool. So I'm hoping to be able to walk around and do this, some of that too.
1: Yeah. It's like very moving. And hopefully the weather will be okay this weekend that it won't be too cold to like explore a night.
0: Yeah, i looked it up. It's actually – well, it's supposed to be warmer there. At least they're a little bit farther south than us. I don't know what's up with the weather here today. It's cold
1: again. It's freezing the last two days. Yesterday I went running and I was like, I literally am so sick of being cold. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I turned around. I couldn't take it. I know. I don't –
0: like it's been – like okay, just background, but you guys, it's been actually like – a really nice for me spring in Pennsylvania because the Wisconsin spring this year has been terrible. Like all of my friends and family from back home have been like telling me, like like, I get like texts like, "Uh, yep, another crappy day here. Like it's barely getting out of the 40s. It snowed like multiple times and it's almost May. Like it should be like we've been on the boat at this time before in Wisconsin so it should be warm, but anyways, Eric and I feel like we've escaped this terrible spring in Wisconsin because it's actually been like nice here in Pennsylvania, but then like all of a sudden like today it's like back – like it's 45 and I'm like, oh no, and I'm going home to Wisconsin on Monday and I'm like, if this is like – I just – I need it to not be so cold.
1: <laughs> maybe you'll like bring the Pennsylvania weather with you to Wisconsin or something. I'm
0: hoping. Yeah. Like, maybe permanently.
1: No, not permanently. like <laughs> for, the, for the time you're there. Like Maybe Wisconsin's throwing a fit because you left and it's sad and it misses you.
0: Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. That's maybe logical.
1: Like, yeah. Maybe we can just like bring this – like it was
0: so nice here this past weekend.
1: Yeah. It was really nice this weekend. That's very true.
0: But uh, yeah, we need this 45 to go away and come back to like the 70s that it was before.
1: I agree. I agree. All right.
0: So let's jump in and talk about like, what does it actually mean to respect your body? So I'm going to actually let Serena start us off on this and give us her take on what it means to respect your body.
1: So I love this question because I think when you're leaving the world of dieting behind, you know, I don't know if diet's ask you this question. And if they do, they're asking it with like a lot of coercion, right? Because it's really just about like how to get as thin as possible, how to get as small as possible, how to get as ripped as possible. And it's like, that is the criteria for like succeeding or whatever. Versus this question, it's really about like the way I respect my body is probably different than the way Susan respects her body and different than the way you listening are respecting your body. and. Um a lot of times in my practice I talk about treating your body like it's your teammate. So the way I would treat my teammate if I was on like a, my cross country team, I wouldn't I wouldn't starve it. I wouldn't put, you know, undue stress on it. I wouldn't um talk mean or you know be like very self-deprecating or negative towards my teammate. um you know i would i would treat that other human being with a level of of respect like r- human beings deserve food they deserve comfort they deserve compassion um you know if something is challenging them then they deserve to be like in a supportive environment and so really when i he- when when susan asked me that question like what does it mean to respect your body i really just think about like treating your body like it's your teammate rather than just focusing so heavily on trying to change it and manipulate it to look a certain way or be by a certain standard that maybe isn't comfortable for your own body's experience. How about you, Susan? Like what is what does that mean for you?
0: Yeah, I love that you use the teammate analogy. Um, because I use the friend analogy, which is very, very similar. Like oh, I that. Yeah, like When you start to like view your body as like one of your friends, you realize like exactly what Serena was saying. Like, would you starve your friend or would you tell your friend that like, oh, it's too soon. You shouldn't be hungry yet or you shouldn't eat that um, or you need to exercise more or do a specific type of exercise. Or would you tell your friend like, oh no, you need to work harder. You need to no more rest. Like no, the reality is you wouldn't. And so if you start to reframe the way that you look at your body as like your teammate or your friend, like we're describing here, what you learn is that like, that's where you start to build that respect. Like rather than just kind of What I tend to see a lot is like we just treat our bodies like they're a doormat. Like we should be able to just put them through like whatever, you know, like put them on the diets, don't eat enough, don't sleep enough, like and walk all over them every day and like they should just be fine. But our bodies are actually rejecting that. And even though you might not recognize that your body is rejecting it, it's probably giving you little signs that it is rejecting it and some of these signs are just like things like fatigue and brain fog and just like feeling like you don't have any creativity or the ability to like think clearly like those are some really big signs that your brain and your body is trying to tell you and We just have to like open our minds up to actually recognize that and to realize that when you give your body more attention and you respect it, like you are going to feel better and you're going to be able to better like produce whatever it is you're trying to produce.
1: I love that because when I think about it in terms of like if my body was this like person I was meeting (laughs) – and, you know, this this person was very grumpy and low energy and tired and um, did like constantly like kind of was like, I don't feel good. I'm not recovering from my workouts. You would ask them like, hey, what's wrong with you? Like, and in like a compassionate way, like, oh my goodness, like what's wrong with you? Like, how can we help you? Right? But because it's our body, we're like, why the heck are you so tired today? Like, you know, like it's like very like like, this domineering attitude towards, like, I need to dominate my body and punish it, right? Like, that's another thing. Like, you would never punish your teammate. You ate too many potato chips yesterday. Therefore, you're not, you know, allowed to go to bed until you've walked X steps or whatever the punishment is, right, for to compensate for eating a certain food. And I think when we just kind of think about our body as, like, another being. It's like, yeah, you would never say it's okay for this person to walk through life feeling fatigued and exhausted all the time. But we like expect it from ourselves.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, it's like we expect our bodies like to just continue to do all the things even though like we aren't willing to give them what they need. And I tell my clients this all the time because I see it in the fertility world where – and maybe you – this analogy might also – you might also resonate with this as well with runners, but like you treat your body like it's a machine and like it – and I'll tell my like clients it's like a baby-making machine. Like no, like yeah, – but that is like how we treat it. Like it's like this machine that's here to be the vehicle to your baby, Um, or like, it's this machine that's here to be like a vehicle for running to PR and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you wouldn't for take your car, for example, like you wouldn't just continue to keep driving your car and driving your car without ever stopping to get gas or to change the oil or to like fill up the windshield washer fluid. Like, because the problem is that eventually you're going to run out of gas. And eventually like the oil's going to go bad and like your car is not going to work the way that it was supposed to. But yet we think that we can treat our bodies like that. Like we don't think we have to like stop to take a break and refuel and like recalibrate and we just expect things to continue to work. And that's just not the reality of it. The reality of it is that respecting your body and taking the time to like Refuel and re energize and get things back on a path of where your body's feeling good, like that's where the respect is.
1: Yeah. And I think, like, I think the thing that comes up for me as I'm thinking about this is how uncomfortable it is to start respecting your body in the beginning because it's kind of like, taking all the messages you've consumed your whole life of work harder, team, no days off, like that's super common with runners. Absolutely. The machine analogy is like works perfectly with runners for sure. Um, And to say, actually, I am team's days off and, you know, maybe it's going to be weeks off. And yeah, you know what? I'm hungry an hour after breakfast and I'm going to eat again and I'm going to honor my hunger. And it's all these messages that we've always been taught like that doesn't align with like the crazy diet that you grew up hearing about. So therefore, like that's a bad choice. But now Susan and I are proposing, well, actually, maybe that's what respect looks like is like resting when you're tired and saying no to things if you don't have capacity for it. And, you know, I I, I, I always like to, and I think depending on where you are in your journey, this may be terrible advice or it might be good advice. But for those of you who are far enough into it where you feel like, you know, really committed to, I want to start respecting my body. I want to start listening to my body, treating my body like my friend, like my teammate. I like to lead by example where it's like, it feels uncomfortable for me to say, for instance, like I have a race in three weeks and I'm not training for it. I'm just going to show up on race day and have fun. And that honestly feels uncomfortable for me to admit to the running community as this like, person who identifies as a as a runner. Um, but I'm hoping I'm leading by example right now where it's like, you know what? I need rest. Whatever has been going on in this season of life for me has been too much and I need to rest right now. And that is respect. Like I am respecting my body right now, even though it feels really uncomfortable.
0: I think that's a really, really beautiful example because – and I think that – admitting that like it's uncomfortable for you and like sharing like where you are like I just hope that that's like a really powerful thing for you as a listener to hear because like we're still in this too like it it every single day is different and like you're never gonna be like don't set yourself up for like this perfectionism reality that like someday things are gonna be perfect and you're gonna be like have this perfect relationship with food and perfect relationship with your body, perfectly respect it, because that's just not the reality. Like every single day, like it's a journey. Life is a journey. And so I I love that you're like sharing that you're feeling that way and you're taking a break. And I just, I can't wait to continue to see like how this like break like evolves for you and like how that race goes for you because Like I just think it's going to be like so powerful to share it
1: because like you're still a runner even though
0: you're taking a break.
1: Absolutely. I'm still a runner and I think that's like a really important takeaway from this. Like for you, Susan, especially like with your population, if somebody is like trying to commit to this, like finding what real body respect feels like in her body and that discomfort comes up for her, like what advice can we give to that person of like this is how you cope? Like, maybe being a role model in the community, like, that doesn't feel right for you right now. You're like, I'm too new to this. I do not want to be anyone's role model. Like, how can we give them coping mechanisms to help them stay in this journey of, like, finding that respect even though it's so uncomfortable?
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good question. You know, I think, one, starting with something that's, like, small and, like, where you start to see, like... A result like where you start to feel better. So you don't have to start with like the biggest thing on your list that you feel like you're using to like disrespect your body. Like you can just start with something small that's going to like make you start to feel good. And I also think like really detaching from the fact of like it's going to be perfect someday and just going like do – I say this all the time. And I and you know what? Like, just like send me a DM and like tell me what you think about this because like, like, do what feels good for you. Don't do what feels good for everyone else because your body is so different from everyone else. And this is doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you are a runner, it doesn't matter if you're on the fertility journey. Like, Everybody's body is different. And so, everybody's experience in learning how to respect your own body is going to be different. So, do what feels good for you. Like, and I know that that probably feels like a little nuanced if you like aren't used to like actually paying attention and listening to your body. But, like, these are things that Serena and I like teach you how to do. Like, we teach you how to get how to really like feel into like your body because most of us for most of our lives and this was definitely me in the past like we didn't really know how to listen to our bodies like we we're taught to ignore our bodies so like re like tuning back into that can be hard at first but like you can do it and starting small can be really really helpful
1: do, is there anything that you would add to that no i think that's perfect i think look for the quick Tiny little win—the thing that you usually would disregard, like oh, big deal, Serena. I drink a cup of water. It's like, yeah, you drink a cup of water. Did you notice, like, you felt better or whatever it is, right? Like those little wins and and celebrating yourself, like Susan said. Like I always tell people, I'm like, I'm your dietitian, but I'm not the expert of your body. Like I'm going to be constantly asking you for feedback of like, how did that feel? How did that work? And the reason I'm asking you these questions is because I want you to reconnect with those, those cues, right? Becoming attuned with your body again, like Susan was saying. And so yeah, find a quick win. And celebrate it. You don't even have, if you want to share it with somebody, I think that's a really powerful way to celebrate. But even if you don't feel comfortable, even if you want to DM Susan or me and say, hey, Serena, I drank a glass of water. Like I will be so excited to celebrate that win with you. But I think celebrating the tiniest win that makes you feel the tiniest bit better is the start to gleaning the fact that like, yeah, you're allowed to acknowledge what makes your body feel good. And a stranger on the internet or wrote a book can't figure that out for you.
0: Yep. It's an internal job, Mm -hmm. which is hard. It's hard. We're not saying this is going to be easy, but it's an internal job. And once you start to uncover it, I promise you, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel empowered by your body. You're going to want to continue to respect your body, even if it's hard. And it's going to send you on this path of just like ultimately like feeling more confident and just feeling better in your body and feeling better in
1: life. And that's what everyone wants is to be respected and empowered. So Mm -hmm. I love it. Find a quick win. Go do it. Share it with us on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. If you are a female athlete looking to heal your relationship with your body – head to serenamarieRD.com to download my free runner's guide to better body image. And if you're trying to
0: conceive, head over to simplejoyfulnutrition.com to grab your free guide to get started boosting your egg quality.